Hi, everybody! Okay, look, I know that you are expecting to see my funny mashup intro, but once again, I know you guys are rushing to see this show, uh, to see Evil Engine's performance, so I'm not doing a mashup. Just hurry up and roll that intro, Eric. See you in the show! Bye, everybody! Bye! <laughs> and welcome to a very special Big Brother postseason show with not just Chrissy, but live performance by Evil Engine. I am so excited. If you guys want to see any of our uh, previous shows that we did with any of the house guests, they're all over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bbott. Flashback times are at slash bbott flashbacks. Of course, if you guys are watching this in iTunes, five-star rating and a nice review, YouTube, thumbs up and subscribe. That really helps support our shows. A few more quick things that will support our shows is doing all of your holiday shopping on Amazon from yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon holiday, becoming a patron to get weekly only patron shows, access to the patron only Facebook group and prize giveaways just for patrons. You also get to ask your questions to the reality stars, or you can do a one-time donation at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal now. Since you guys are here, in you now, you know what to do. Spread the word, square, megaphone, up arrow, and become a fan. I am most excited, most excited to let you guys know the number one fan on this show is getting a sign drum pad from Evil Engine, and obviously Chrissy is on there too. And the number two fan is going to get a signed um, CD of their of their new music, which is not technically out yet. It is not technically out yet, but you're getting it. All right, so shut up, Eric. Without further ado, let's bring the lady we all want to hear from. It's <gasps> Chrissy! Hey! <laughs> How are you doing? Hi. I'm freezing, but other than that, I'm great. How are you? I am also freezing. <laughs> As you can see, it is fake snowing, but I have some candles to warm me. It looks enchanting. I love it. Colder where you are right now or colder in uh, the Big Brother backyard? Oh, it's so much colder where I am right now. We're, we're in the 20s, I think, right now. And really? it's probably about 60 in this building. Oh, my goodness. We need to get you a heat fan. I know. Oh, those are expensive and I didn't win. So here we are. <laughs> That's why everybody is going to buy your album and support that. you. Oh, they are. Oh, get ready. I, I was just letting people make fun of me because of how I say album. I thought it was darling. I was just going to let it ride. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, Chrissy, we have so much to talk to you about. Of course, you guys can start uh, putting your questions in the chat room right now. You can tweet me them at uh, yourrealityrecaps.com. Just make sure you use the hashtag YRRLive. And now, Chrissy, I want to just jump right in. Okay. I should have told you before, here's one of those things I said, I feel like I'm forgetting uh, stuff. I'm just going to fire fan questions at you because this show is all for your fans. So I'm going to try and shut up <laughs> and just try and get as many of these questions in for you as we can. So first up is uh, from Linda, 
who wants to know, Chrissy, how did you feel going into the house after 16 other people lived there and finding fun items that people left behind? Like Meech's hair. (laughs) Okay, so I really wasn't prepared to really do a scavenger hunt or anything. But, I mean, a bracelet popped up in Neely's bed. And then Jason found the bra in the backyard. And it just sort of snowballed from there. And I remembered... Justin pulling Mage's extensions out of the um, cabinet below the, the bathroom sinks and he thought they were Neely's and he threw them on Shane while Shane was in the shower and it just sort of like they became an entity in the house. They got put away and then we brought them back out and it was it was interesting. It was like finding little relics from the past. It's like BB archaeology. I Ooh, I like BB archaeology. <laughs> uh, Redheaded Michelle wants to know, Chrissy, those nights with the late night jamboree were hilarious. What was your favorite story or moment from those times? Oh, wow. I, you know, picking a favorite is difficult. Um, I, it's, it's tough. I, I want to say all of Justin's silly stories in the very beginning. When you're getting to know somebody, they sort of send their representative to you and they don't give you the, the scoop on who they are as a person. And Justin was just like, here I am. Here's everything I've ever done. Um, Buku Rivets was my, one of my favorites. And, um, you know, the one of the first nights in the hot tub where we all kind of sat around and everybody just dished on all of their stuff. And I, I love in the beginning watching... Shane and Danielle sort of blossom and wingmanning for the two of them with the other ones. It's, it's good times. There's, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. Well, you know what is not people's favorite, Chrissy? Yeah. My big face when you're on the screen. So I'm going to get out of the way. Oh, good. And now there's more of you to love. And well. people want to know in the chat room, how is things with you and Justin right now? What has it been like post-season? Have you and Justin talked? What's what's going on? What's the status of you and Justin? Honestly, I mean, I haven't really bumped into him. I've I've looked at a lot of the, the, the hate on the internet for what went down with us in the last week. And, you know, I reached out to his mom via Twitter. And I, you know, I retweeted a picture of him in Dolomac. I, I I love the guy to death. I would love nothing more than for us to be buddies and for all of that crap to be put behind us. It's it's so much less important once you're outside of the house. When you're in the house, it means the world to you. And when you're not in there, you realize that there's a big world out there and it doesn't really matter. So you haven't heard from him. <laughs> I have not, no. But I've, I've, I've reached out to him via social media and stuff. But he's busy and I, I get it. Everybody's busy. He's busy. He's busy dancing in the streets. I saw his... uh, That is... Like, when I travel, I'm exhausted. Justin (laughs) travels, he's throwing a parade when he's done. Must be nice. I was tired. I couldn't do that. Seriously, he must not take Xanax on flights. (laughs) Um, I... Do you regret... I mean, a lot of people... um, A lot of people will say the reason that maybe Jason and or you were looked on unfavorably that last week was because a lot of, uh, because the Justin fans, let's say, felt uh, that you guys were too harsh on him. What do you want to say to people that think that? You know, it's it's so weird because in retrospect, I still don't feel, I feel like, 
I don't I mean, if you watch the feeds, Jason lost his temper with Justin before I did. And I talked him off the ledge the night before and I begged him not to ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> we just were trying so hard to get through it. And, you know, it, it was tough because when you're in the house and you only have these people to talk to, they become your support system. And if you are someone like me who lives with anxiety and with depression and all of your coping me mechanisms are taken away from you, you latch onto these things and these people that wouldn't necessarily be so important in the real world. And I needed him to get through Thanksgiving. And it wasn't that he didn't cook for us. It wasn't that he, you know, I just, I even told him, I, I would have loved it if he had just sat at the table. I would have made the whole damn thing if he had just been there. And it, it bummed me out because that he's, he's someone that I consider myself super close to and I needed him. And I apologize for how that must've looked on the outside. But in all honesty, like I don't care if you eat, sleep and breathe the feeds. If you're not there, you don't understand 100% what it's like. And I know what he was going through was tough. We were all homesick. And I think that, you know, as a, as a game player and as a friend, he could have handled it better. And I don't think that's what lost the game for me for sure. But I, I know that people blame a lot of that on why Jason ended up losing and whatever the case may be, you can't live in what ifs in there. And I love Justin to pieces and I don't hold any grudges towards him. It's just, we're in a pressure cooker and things are heightened and everything means a lot more at that point in time than it ever would in retrospect. So, you know, I, I think a huge, I think a huge, um, topic this season in a very, uh, inspirational way has been kind of what you just said about your anxiety and your, um, depression. We did a great show, which P.S. I'm hooking you up with Christine, uh, Brecht. Well, actually not anymore partner uh, uh i'm looking over the christine from bb16 because i think you two are going to be best friends we yeah. did a whole show on depression and anxiety and stuff but a lot of people in the chat room um want to know what did you what tools do you use to get over your anxiety uh and stuff we heard that you almost wanted to quit in the beginning <laughs> of the season which i completely understand and i think a large majority of my audience understands um so what was it like going through that um you know a lot of my coping mechanisms in real life revolve around music music is everything to me it has been ever since i was you know knee high to a duck <laughs> music is my jam and Without that as something to lean on, you don't realize how much you need it until it's gone. And things like, you know, lifting. I realized I barely lifted on the show, but it was they gave us some death trap bar I'm not used to. <laughs> and, you know, being with the boyfriend and things like that, like things that that you don't realize you lean on until you don't have them anymore. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's those are really the things that I kind of look to in my real life. I'm not medicated for any of the the issues that I have. Um, part of that's financial reasons and part of it's just cause I don't know how I'd react to medication. Uh, it runs on my family and no one in my family has really done well on it. So it's something that kind of freaks me out a little, but it was, it was difficult and I did want to leave in the beginning, but it wasn't so much because of the anxiety and the depression. It was because I felt like there were so many people out there that deserved it more than me. I, you know, in the, in the audition process without saying too much, you do see other people, you don't get to interact with them, but you wonder why on earth did they pick me over this person? And at the end of the day, they made a commitment to me and I stuck through it. I think you represent a lot of us really well. I know it's easy for people like uh, 
in general trolls let's call them twitter trolls it's easier for twitter troll easy for twitter trolls to be like she was gonna quit right in the beginning uh whatever i don't i think you are a great representative for people that have anxiety and have harder times pushing through things that other people might in in other instances say oh this is great this is an opportunity of a lifetime some of us with anxiety are like no this is a nightmare Well, you know, there is that overwhelming feeling that you might be letting everyone down. And especially for all the people that did audition and, you know, didn't make it. And for me to have just sort of walked in off the street and been like, okay, here I am. I I, I almost felt awful. Like the, there was someone else better suited for it than I was. And I was terrified to let whoever that person was out there watching down. Well, Conquer Thyroid Issues in the chat room says, you conquered anxiety and... On behalf of everyone in the chat room, behalf of our audience, Chrissy, that fell in love with you, in case nobody's told you, you didn't let any of us down. We loved you in that house so much. Um, And like I say, you were definitely an inspiration, I think, to a lot of people in the house. That's awesome. That's really good to hear. Now, normally when I start this show, I like to just yell at you. Uh, something to get it right out of the way in the beginning, and I forgot. So I'm going to do it now, and I'm going to say, Chrissy, how are your hands? Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, (laughs) look, I realize that it doesn't carry over great on camera. You're not going to be able to see it here, but I have a permanent scar on my left hand, so all the stigmata jokes and everything are real. Um, It's... They're fine now, but you can, if you look back at the footage, I was still picking at them like week eight. They wouldn't heal. I take a really long time to heal when I get hurt. And, you know, they're they're fine now, but try putting, you know, 175 pounds of body weight on six open wounds. It's, it's a lot more painful, I think, than it looks. I have to say, we did have fun with it. Oh, <laughs> we, I expected everyone to. We did have fun with it. I felt bad for you in that in that challenge completely. And I, you know, a lot of people, because I kind of want you to have your say to people that are critics. With, um, you know, people say they felt like you quit that competition. So I saw it as... You didn't quit. You physically felt you couldn't do it. I think that's a lot different than someone who's just like, ah, I don't want to do this. I quit. But I'm going to give you the floor to say how you want to respond to people who feel, oh, you quit that competition. I absolutely didn't quit it. Um, There were a lot of reasons that I wanted to stay on that wall. Not only not to send Neely home. I mean, I love Neely to bits, but like my boyfriend's an avid rock climber. The first time I've ever been on a rock wall is like 2,000 miles away from him via the internet. I wanted to, I wanted to complete that so bad. And I, I, I kicked myself the, the rest of the season because I knew the answer to that question. If I had nailed the cornbread question on the first try, we would have never been in this position. We would have never been able to laugh at me. But point blank, I didn't know that if you get injured, you're supposed to say the phrase, I need a medic. They will not send anybody to take care of you unless you say, I need a medic specifically. And because I didn't use those exact words, they let me die out there. <laughs> and like, I I tried. I mean, you can, if you go back and watch the comp, I got off the wall and I was like, okay, guys, show's over. I'm done. And I stood there for a couple of minutes. I collected myself. I tried to get back up, up there and was like, dude, I can't do this. But because I didn't use the phrase, I need a medic, I was shit out of luck. So... 
I also learned a phrase this season, and it's, um, uh, set malfunction. Malfunctioning sets. Mirrors are broken. Oh, Apparently God. that's a new one. That, well, we're we're gonna get we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get there on that one. I want to jump over to what Samantha Sizer uh, in the chat room wants to know. Were you surprised to find out that Mike had become friends with uh, Alex and Whitney's boyfriend? They had their little uh, they had their little group outside of the house. Um, I wasn't surprised. I was I was actually just really happy to hear that. Um. I knew he was going to have a tough time without me. I've been saying the whole show, like we're one of those really gross couples that is always together. So for him to have some kind of support system, oh, for fuck's sake, (laughs) (laughs) for him to have that kind of support system outside the house was, it was really nice to hear that. And I knew that, you know, the, the other boyfriends were probably having just as rough of a time. And even though Alex and I didn't really click in the house, it was really nice that, you know, Mike and Tegan were able to be buddies and, I, I thought I loved Winston before I even met him. So it was really nice to know that, that Mike was going back and forth with him. And I, I felt bad that we sent two of their girls home on the same night. And <laughs> Mike was the last one standing in the boyfriend alliance. But it was it was really heartwarming. Were you surprised to find out that Winston and Whitney got, mar- uh, got married, got engaged? <laughs> no, not at all. I was not surprised. I was hoping. I we, we kept saying, like, if he doesn't propose to her, he's the stupidest man in the world. And he not only did he do it, but he knocked it out of the park. It was the cutest proposal ever. She showed the video to me right after finale. And when I first sat down next to everyone after I got evicted at finale, the first thing she did was show me her ring and I almost peed myself. So I'm very excited for the two of them. And I mean, I, when I met Winston, finally, I hugged him and I was like, you know, you're the luckiest man in the world. Right. And he was like, I know. Now I have a very serious question to ask you. We have asked everyone that has come on the show, including Whitney, but what do you consider Whitney now? Do you consider Whitney a misfit, or do you consider Whitney a ball smasher? Sorry, everyone. Whitney's a misfit. She always was. It was under there the whole time, and you you fall into things with people that you have superficial interests with in a situation like Big Brother because you are desperate to connect on a level. You are forced into making connections with people that, yeah, they're nice people, and yeah, she got along with them, but Whitney wasn't Whitney until she started hanging out with us. And she's a fun little firecracker, and she's she's a misfit. I agree. She also, she did say that she uh, was a misfit as yes. well. And you guys can check out that show. You guys can check out the show with uh, Chris's man, Mike, too. All of our past shows, again, over at urlrecaps.com uh, slash bbott. Uh, everybody wants me to tell you how st- I, stunningly gorgeous you look right now. Lots of people oh, in the God. chat room uh, uh, are just, Eric, tell her how beautiful she looks right now. So I am telling her, everyone. You guys are so sweet. I'm like in my puffy jacket, freezing my proverbial dick off in here. So I appreciate that you think I look nice. Jet Setter 714 wants to know, what do you think of the plastics outside of the house? To be honest with you, none of them have interacted with me except Morgan, um, which is pretty much what I expected. I don't have any ill will towards Alex. Or Shelby, contrary to popular belief, I'm I'm so done with the drama from the show that I'm just ready to move forward with my own life. Morgan has been super cool. We've tweeted back and forth. 
you know, we we were the only she's the only one of the plastics that I really got a chance to connect with because we were forced to every morning during the last week when it was just the three of us there, she and I had girl talk over breakfast. I mean, there was four of us there, but Justin didn't want to hang out with us, but she and I had girl talk over breakfast every day. And you know, she's, yeah, she's younger than me. Yeah. We don't come from the same cloth, but like, she's a good kid. And I really enjoyed getting to know her. And I, I think she's, she's handling everything great. And the other two don't really speak to me, which isn't so much different from Big Brothers. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people in the chat room who really would like you to do a Shelby impression. Oh, God. Um, okay. Um, shit. Come visit me and JoJo at the bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was, I mean, I feel like you had your hair prop easily available <laughs> to play with, but. You want me to just bite the inside of my lip and look at my split ends? I loved Shelby. I thought Shelby was hysterical. Let me ask you this, as someone who was really obviously close with Jason in the game, I never understood this whole season people who uh, would like Jason and hate Shelby or hate Shelby and love Jason, because I kind of feel like they're the exact same person. Now, I will say until maybe Shelby got out of the house, but in the game, did you feel like they were kind of the same-ish or no? Jason and I used to make that joke with each other a lot, actually, that the reason that they hated each other was because they were so much alike. Um, and, you know, you're going to you're gonna find the, the fandom hating one and loving the other because... The fandom for Big Brother is very much like a family. You feel like you know these people. You eat, sleep, and breathe their lives. And yeah, if, if you hate one of my friends in real life, I probably hate you by proxy. And that's how this all ended up working out, too. But they are very similar in a lot of ways. But sorry, Shelby. I love Jason. Like him a lot better. Oh, we got a, we got a lot of questions for Jason, uh, for you, about course. you and Jason. Let yeah. me pull up one from Twitter from Erica Rennie, who wants to know, what's been your biggest struggle with adjusting back to the real world from the Big Brother house? Um, It's two things. On a superficial level, um, the adjusting back to Chicago time versus California time is bizarre because I was cleaning my house at 3 o'clock in the morning last night because... It to me, it was 1 a.m. and I was just getting started. Um, but on a, on a deeper level, it has been difficult um, going through some of the, the social media. They tell you not to when you leave. They tell you, like, stay away from it. It's terrible. And because we're all slightly egomaniacal and horrifically masochistic, masochistic towards ourselves, we all want to see it. And, you know, a lot of that stuff was really tough to see. But at the same time, it's it's really humbling how many people absolutely love everything about the show, not just me, but everything about all these people that I had the chance to really like get inside their heads all that time. So it's been a blessing and a curse being so involved in the social media. So it has been tough to see some of the, the hater aid, but honestly, like I love all the memes and everything. <laughs> like I'm, I'm probably the first person to make fun of myself. So the fact that everyone else took care of it while I was gone, I think it, everyone thought it was going to be a lot worse for me than it is. <laughs> 
For, forget about making fun of you. I am realizing from the chat room, which is just flying, but every time I glance over there, I see some uh, other point that somebody is making. You were really involved in a lot of this season's best moments from Puppet Couch, uh, all of Eat the Cookie Chrissy, which leads me to um, Cami Forever's question. She wants to know, what was your favorite Justin song in the house. Oh man, that's tough. Um, the, the assassin song he wrote for Danielle was hilarious, but I it, it it's got to all go back to Dirty Cornbread Sheets because that literally almost made me piss my pants. I had to run out of the room because I couldn't take it. Have you seen? I believe uh, it's Team North. I believe it's at Team North on Twitter. Did like mashups with music of uh, all the Justin songs. I'll have to send you the links to them. They're oh amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, I want to buy it. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I sing his songs still all the time. They're they're the best. Uh, Tess McClay wants to know uh, what was the first thing you ate when you got back to Chicago. Oh, God. What was the first thing we ate? Mike just pointed at his dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Pizza. Go with pizza. This is my life right now. Um, I Honestly, I don't even remember what we ate when we got back. Potato chips. Did we? Did we? No, you ate potato chips. I was hungover. To be fair, I <laughs> the last night we were in L.A., we all got tiggity tanked. And I don't even remember getting back to my hotel room because the late night Jamboree knows how to party. And I was only part of their pregame. I don't know how any of them are still alive. I'm too old for this shit. But I don't even remember. I think I ate Fritos on the plane and then immediately regretted it. And then I, yeah, I think the next morning he Mike made breakfast pizza and that was the first like real food I mm. ate. Uh that is exciting. Uh, Mom of Twins, one of our updaters who updated about you all season long, wants to know uh, if they brought you back for another season of Big Brother, but said you had to work in a pair with a rival, and it was Scott, <laughs> would you do it? Dude, I would do that in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Scott's a mess, but he's a mess in a really good way. I think I think our relationship in the house was really blown out of proportion. We never really interacted after like we had our big blow up. And I think it would be hilarious. I don't think we'd make it very far because I think everyone would look at the two of us walking in the door and be like, absolutely not. They're both on the couch. But I I would do it. Absolutely. Um, it, have you talked to Scott at all since being out of the house? Not really. I bumped into him at the rap party and I was like, Scott, I have to tell you why I think you were put here to piss me off. And then we just sort of like got separated and I never saw him again. But I follow him on Twitter and we haven't really interacted or anything, but no ill will towards Scott. People keep sending me all these terrible Scott memes and stuff that they've made. And while they are funny, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards the guy. I know this is probably really disappointing for a lot of people. No, believe me, if anybody understands about not having ill will for people on the other side of the house, but being treated like you do, it's me. Yes. So here is a great question um, from New York Italian who wants to know, Chrissy, why did you find it so beneficial to keep protecting Justin for so long? After the rest of the late night jamboree had given up on him game wise. 
to be honest with you, it's two things. Game-wise, for me, it was he was a way bigger target than me. I knew nobody wanted anything to do with getting rid of me, and he would always be there, and he'd always have a much bigger bullseye on him. But on a personal level, I really liked the guy, and he became a coping mechanism for me. He is a lot like Mike in a lot of ways, and with like with the, the, the crazy amounts of ADHD that they both have, it made me feel like home, and it was something else for me to focus on other than all the craziness of big brother. So like it wasn't a great game move to keep him. I understand that, but I knew from going into big brother that I was probably the only person to ever go in there and play with my heart. And I just liked him. I wanted him to stay around. There's, there's no great explanation. See now to that same point, And I, I have to say here was my, I wouldn't say it was talking shit, but I will say here is what I thought when I, first saw you in live DRs, Chrissy. I was convinced you were brilliant manipulator. Like, I I never thought you were really going to the end with Jason. I was like, she's just telling us what, what we want to hear. And I think she might be using the, the Jason Nation fan base. Because you were so... You just said the most perfect things in those live DRs in the beginning. But then as it went on, I was like, oh my, that's as the season went on is when we all fell more and more in love with you. I guess it's going to probably be a, a question you're sick of getting. But do you regret, you know, your loyalty to Jason or in some instances, maybe putting his game ahead of yours a little bit? Dude, not for a second. Um, the the funny thing about Big Brother, and I've gotten a lot of flack for it, and I'm at peace with it, but Big Brother means so much to so many people. And coming in there as a recruit, I didn't think I had a prayer of making it past week one. And to meet Jason, I didn't know him from Pinocchio. Everyone else saw him and was like, oh, he's the returnee. We should be scared of him. And I was like, he's so fun, though. <laughs> like, it, And I, I actually sat down and got to know him. And I realized that Big Brother literally is his life. And for me to sit there and go, oh, when this is over, I want to do this with my band. And I want to donate to the Wolf Sanctuary. And I want to do this, 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 and this. And for me to be like, what do you want to do with your life, Jason? And for him to say, I don't know. Big Brother was my only plan. That, like, then what am I even doing here? Like, I, I realize that that's not what people want. But, oh, my drummer's making faces at me. Hey! <laughs> um, but that, I realize that's not what people want to hear. They want a game player, and they want someone to go in there and be all about themselves. But it became more about Jason than it was for me very early on. I knew I didn't have a prayer of winning. I knew that when America was voting, and they were seeing that I was playing with my heart and not necessarily being the super manipulative person that I might've come off as it didn't matter to me. It, it was all about Jason. I'm, I'm coming back up full screen for this one. Chrissy, okay. I have a feeling and I know Twitter trolls and naysayers that like to complain are going to disagree with me on this or are, are going to disagree just because it's what they like to do. I have a feeling that you will be playing this game again, Chrissy. And next time I want Chrissy to be number one. Oh, God. Number one, because guess what? You did make it to the end of the game. You made it all the end of the game. And I will say this, and I'm going to tell Jason it to his face when he's here this weekend, too. Chrissy, your speech, 
I'm going to say one of my top all-time favorite final speeches in the game of Big Brother ever. I thought your speech blew Jason's speech away. I thought it was beyond brilliant. But unfortunately, you had that little Jason right next to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just needed to choop, get rid of him a touch sooner. Yeah, it wasn't about winning for me, though. It was it was just about being a part of the experience. And it became more so like, how long can I outlast all these other assholes who are really upset that I'm still here? Mm -hmm. And for me to still be inside the house on finale day, that was enough for me. A cash prize would have been nice. But the fact that I proved to myself I could do it. That's that's good. I'm good. You can do it. And next time it's going to be Chrissy. Na hashtag Chrissy Nation. So <laughs> so I, I you, you're not allowed to make friends with any little gays next time is all I'm saying. I want you to be first. You're asking me not to live my real life. Like well, you are not allowed. Jason what? and I will teach you how to be an angry gay. <laughs> okay. An I have we'll, lots to learn. We'll teach you how to be anti-gay. <laughs> We are probably good at that. Uh, <laughs> Angel1313 uh, says, is there anything um, that you learned now that you're outside of the house that happened while you were in the house that surprised you? You know, like world events, pop culture. I mean, obviously you got told about Trump. You also found out about Morgan and Shelby being a lawyer. So was there any other stuff that you learned that shocked you? Um, I felt like such an asshole because my first interview right out of the house, uh, Jeff was the first thing out of Jeff's mouth because Jeff is from Norwich, which is like 20 minutes from my front door. And Jeff said, did you know the Cubs won the World Series? And I thought he was lying. I knew they were doing well, but I do not keep up on baseball. I'm like the only person in Chicago that doesn't. And so that was a big deal because I have so many friends that are huge Cubs fans and they've been waiting for it for so long and for something that that unimaginable to happen that was pretty cool you know it's a hometown excitement thing but other than that it's it was all just personal home stuff that i wanted to catch up on there wasn't any like big media stuff that obviously the election was the only thing i cared about going in there and that got dropped into our laps on day 44 so mm -hmm. yay. uh yay allison allison uh xoxo feedsters wants to know what would have been your most ideal final three in the game disregarding what you know now so i i think what she's saying is if you could have picked any other two people to be in the final three with you who would you have wanted there um ooh, tough if we're talking from a personal standpoint, I did absolutely want it to be me, Jason, and Justin. Um, and really from a game standpoint, too, because it would have split all of our votes. I think I still probably would have come in third, but there wouldn't have been the landslide of people going after the one person in the other alliance. I think it would have made more sense to have all of one alliance up there. But, I, you know, I any other... I mean, God, this, that's, that's tough, because I don't think there's necessarily anyone else in the game that I thought I could necessarily beat. Um, but I think as a game player, I would have liked to see Alex be in the finale. I think she wanted it really, really bad. And the only reason she got sent home was because she was a good player, but she just came out swinging too early and we were all on to her too fast. Um, and I would have liked to see Whitney at the end too, just because I love Whitney. What, uh, um, why are now speaking of Alex going out of this game? I, 
yelled at the feeds a lot. A few times this season. And that's not me. I all of a sudden understand what people feel like when they watch sports. I could not understand why you guys were going after Alex that week instead of Morgan when Morgan had the care package that she could still get. And from what you guys saw the whole season, those care packages mattered way more than almost anything else in the game. So uh, why did you guys target Alex specifically? To be honest with you, we all thought Alex was a smarter player and you try to get your smart threats out and she was the one that knew the game inside and out. And the care package wasn't a factor for us. We didn't know there was a care package coming in the double eviction. We knew that there'd be one care package a week for seven weeks. They didn't say that there would be one per every HOH (laughs) that was, you know, worded a little differently for us. So we didn't even know that that was going to be a factor at that point. And we had weaponized every other care package up until that point. So we didn't really even think of it as a problem. And Morgan really didn't come out swinging as a player until the very, very end. We didn't care about her. She was basically, for lack of a better term, she was the ball smashers Chrissy. Hmm. I'll say, don't feel bad. We didn't know about some of the things that were voted in for a double eviction either. Anyway, we can't talk about that. Desiree uh, D wants to know, would Mike do BBOTT if they asked him to next season? Would you? No. He said he'd only do it if I was there. But you're not there. So now is he going to do it? (laughs) He'll do it. He's, he'll do it. He's doing it. We're, we're saying he's doing it. Let, uh, let me ask you this. A lot of your younger fans always want to know this, so let me throw this in here. Uh, what was your favorite comp that you played? Hmm. Favorite comp was, honestly, and not just because I won it, the ball comp. But the, the what, what the hell was it called? Perfect shot. Duh. Um, partially because of Paul, partially because it was the, you know years of playing nerdy arcade games paid off. And honestly, from like a production standpoint, thinking about how much fun it would have been to watch that at home and to see all of us out there getting pelted in the back of the head with balls. It, it had everything. <laughs> um, at, Well, I'll say on that note, Allison said you did a lot better than all of your other housemates in comps. Um, besides the wall, which one did you find the most challenging? Um, honestly, that's a toss up. Um, the, the Photoshop comp, the, the freshman (laughs) class, I, I wanted to just destroy that. And the thing that screwed me up was Monty. And if I had paid more attention to him, um, then I would have nailed that comp in probably six minutes. But because I didn't know what Monty's dead eyes looked like, I was completely lost. But that, and the, the following HOH comp, the mirrors, uh, that was really tough for me. Because I had had a discussion with Danielle because she watched me play the Photoshop comp and she was like, man, you always second guess yourself. Like if you just stick to your guns, like you can do this. And I made a promise to myself that I was going to stick to my guns on that comp and I completely stuck to my guns on the wrong thing. And the minute I turned the first mirror around, it was like, oh, idiot. I nailed it in two seconds. It's just, yeah. So the the mirror comp was, was difficult. Uh, Would you ever play Survivor? Would you ever want to be on Survivor? Oh, hell no. Oh, um, no. Amazing no, race. No. 
I amazing. Okay. I would, but only if Mike were my partner. Oh, okay. So not if Jason was. <laughs> Did you see us in the three-legged race? You yeah, really think <laughs> that's why we want to watch it? <laughs> oh my god! Do you really think the two of us could be like on a rickety moped in the middle of you know, I don't know, somewhere in South America, trying to figure out like how to talk to people with his accent? Oh, oh no! Flashcards. I, mean, I, I would consider it. I would consider it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this. I cannot even believe that we are almost halfway done. And I thought we have been getting halfway done with our questions part. I want to remind everybody, and so far it is you, mom of TTT Amelia, that the number one fan on this show is winning an autograph drum pad from Evil Engine. And of course, Chrissy's signature's on there. And the number two fan is getting... Oh, you have it right there. Look at that. And number two fan... Um, I'm going to try and get through these questions faster. I don't even, uh, like, are we in a time machine? Eric, just stop talking right now. Uh, <laughs> Screezy wants to know, uh, we loved Mike. A lot of people love Mike. We love Mike, and he Me was too. so amazing to your fans. Uh, so she's just saying shout out and thank you for that. Oh, did you see, she wants to know, <laughs> did you see Mike's cameo? Uh, in the Jason video. <laughs> I did. I saw the cameo and I saw all the other options that were left on the cutting room floor. He is adorable. <laughs> thanks for making me bring that up. And sorry. <laughs> sorry uh, for that thanks video. Thanks for including him. No, don't even be sorry. <laughs> that video made me cry. Surprise. Well, you guys can go check it out. Yourrealtorycast.com uh, slash Jason Nation. I loved it. That's why I, that's why we all love Mike. Mike had such a great sense of humor. Uh, he's just amazing, but let's let's get more questions for you. Chrissy, Ziggy, well, Ziggy doesn't have a question, but is one of your hugest fans, has loved you all season, and just wants you to know that you are an inspiration, and thank you for being yourself and keeping it real. Oh my god, yay! Thank you! Um, Lori R in Lori R says, also, thank you for so much for being your authentic self this season. It was so refreshing to not have all plastic people in the house. Um, thank you for befriending Jason. What was your favorite Jason and Chrissy moment in the house? Lori oh, R. Oh man. Um Honestly, it's it's any one of all of our late night slumber party times. Whenever anybody else was in bed and the two of us were up. You know, aside from his flatulence, I mean, we we had so much fun. I love just goofing off with him, making fun of his accent, coming up with silly names for each other and just, you know, bonding with him. He's someone that I probably never would have met in a million years had it not been for Big Brother. And he's he's so kick ass. And it was it was nice to have like a counterpart to myself in the house. And I, right. I would say definitely like the the slumber parties were were the best when all of the other bullshit was over, all the comps and stuff were over. Although after he won the last HOH, that little fool hates hugs. And I threw a hug at him and I was going to pick him up, but we were on the wobbly pool thing and I didn't want to do that. But that's a good moment. That picture still makes me cry. I, I love, uh, there are so many of the best moments for me too, which is why I think you never know. I'm still throwing out their amazing, I'm still throwing out their amazing race, but, uh, Miss Mary in the chat room wants to know, 
Did you hear about the trending hashtag this season? Free Chrissy, who always <laughs> seemed to end up in that damn storage room. What did you think of it, Chrissy? <laughs> did you see me say goodbye to the storage room right before finale? I mm -hmm. believe my words were see you in hell storage room. Um, I, you know, it was it became a running joke for all of us. I, it, everything was completely random. It was always random draw. They didn't put me in there. I pulled the token every single fucking time and they would change the number on the token and I would still end up with the storage room. It was just luck. It just was what it was. And, you know, I, I ran out of things to read in there and a lot of the produce was like smelly. There were tomatoes dripping and moldy watermelons and all sorts of exciting things that you don't normally notice when you go in the storage room just to get a banana or something. But um, I'm glad that everybody was looking out for me and I'm glad that the, I, I assume that the, the trending hashtag and everything is what got me out of there. Cause I sat in there for what seemed like weeks. And finally somebody was like, Hey, we're going to move you. So thanks uh, guys. We, they, they, uh, I mean, we didn't too. Congratulations to whoever started that hashtag, but we loved it. We loved it all season. <laughs> Speaking of you being stuck in rooms, Dancing Amy wants to know, have you had a chance to watch any of the live DRs or the show back yet? Um, I haven't watched any of the live DRs and I haven't watched any of the episodes of the show. Um, but I have seen clips here and there on Twitter of just like everybody's favorite moments. And I will go back through and watch everything, but... I'm still decompressing. I flew home on Saturday and I've been trying so hard to keep up with all the social media and everything. I don't want to miss anything. I want to make sure that everybody knows how important it is to me that they're reaching out and I will get time to watch it. And I will go back and laugh at everything that you guys laughed at and cringe at everything that you guys cringed at, but I haven't gotten a chance to do it yet. I, and I know you are very busy. I know you have a lot of things. I know music is your passion, but I'm just throwing it out there perhaps a commentary like you and Mike watch an episode together and they're not long. They're only like 15. Oh, well, if you did the weekly ones, then a little bit longer. And then you guys can do commentary on like this. That's not a terrible idea. I would love um, to say it. I'm sure that would get me into some trouble. Some of the things I have to say, but yeah, we can, we can go through that. That sounds like a great idea. No, hey, do you want to do commentary on episodes of BB if we watch them back together? Yeah, It'd be the best. I, I totally think you guys should. Uh, Zach G, who just had his birthday the other day. Happy birthday! Wants to know, do you ever, reg did, did you regret ever working with anybody in the house? So did you regret working with anybody in the house that you worked with? Or do you wish you had worked with anyone uh, differently? No, I mean, you can live in what ifs all over Big Brother. But at the end of the day, I ended up working with people that were defaulted to me. And I could not be happier. Everybody that ended up on the misfit side of the house was somebody that everybody else didn't know what to make of us. And they put us all together. And that happens in my real life. And some of the best people I've ever met have been people that no one else wanted anything to do with. And I've been like, that's okay, come sit by me. And I wouldn't change any of it. I, I love the shit out of every last one of them. Neely and I text all the time, and we're, we're good. The group text between everyone is hilarious, too. 
Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Seattle Jen, who uh, did, does those amazing flashback times for us all season, she wants to know if you realize if you had realized how split the fans were. Do you think you still would have helped Justin study for the final competition? It's going to disappoint everybody, but yes, I really believed in him and I knew that on an intellectual level, Justin's very, very smart. He's incredibly smart, but he doesn't have like the speedy cognizance that you need for the competitions. And I knew that if it wasn't for me running that stuff with him, he wouldn't have been able to just have it off the cuff. And I knew Morgan was good and I, I wanted to make sure that he was just as ready for all of that as anyone else was. So sorry, it's disappointing. I know everybody wants me to be this big game player, but it wasn't about that for me. It was about bringing people to the end that I thought would deserve it and would do good things with the money. Uh, Jet Setter says, can you sing a song for us? You have an amazing voice. Jet Setter, have you not seen any promotion for this show? Hold on, buddy. Um, uh, and Jennifer Pow, speaking of people that I think keep wanting to ask you the same thing over and over, I think she's trying to trick you. We're going to try again. She says, Christy, I believe you made one of the best moves in this game by picking Jason as your ride or die. But was there ever... Even the tiniest, tiny, teeniest, tiniest um, thought that maybe you should get rid of him. In case we didn't hear it the first two times. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, oh, here is a uh, good question. It's from Miranda R. Webb. And she wants to know, um, what... Oh, what was your least favorite thing that you did in the house uh, with the Misfits? So is there anything that was like, oh, I'm kind of doing this with the Misfits, but I think maybe this could be bad or maybe this could be hurting my game a little bit? Um, jeez. Not really. I mean, the Crackle War was fucking hilarious. I enjoyed being a part of that. Um, But... Not really. I did. I mean, the whole Danielle and Jason doing the fake alliance with the girls um, thing was it looked good on paper. It was really funny in theory, but I knew that that was going to come back to bite both of them in the ass. And I didn't necessarily condone it, but I didn't tell them not to do it either. I was just sort of like, hey, it's your funeral. You know, no one wants to talk to me about games. So if you guys want to do it, you do your thing and I'll just sit on the sidelines and wait for it to explode. But even then, you know. We're all adults. Everybody's in control of their own destiny. And I went along with things because I supported my group and I don't regret any of it. I think those are going to be my two things to yell at Jason about is fake Final Five deal and not getting rid of Morgan and getting rid of Alex. But Giselle BB17 over on Twitter says, Magic Wand time. If you could change one thing about your game, what would it be? Okay, uh, this is going to earn me a lot of haterade, but um, if I could change one thing about my time on Big Brother OTT, it would have been to stick to my guns and to vote Justin out on the double eviction. As a game player, it would have made way more sense, and I think Whitney would have been a lot better of a sport about a lot of things at the end. And um, 
you know, all personal stuff aside, it would have been a way better game move to get rid of him. And I was the only one that fought for him. And it ended up kind of costing everyone on my side a lot more than it probably should have. But yeah, it's 2020. <laughs> I, but to be fair, we were all there with you. None of us really saw the change in Justin kind of until... Honestly, it was right after that. After the double elimination for me is when I kind of, when Justin kind of had the attitude of, oh, well, I was ready to go home anyway. I don't care. It didn't bother me at all. And I was like, what? <laughs> it didn't bother. So I think we all kind of started seeing it right after that. So I would have been there with you on the keeping Justin uh, at that point yeah. in, in the game. Um, nobody else was. I could have used you. <laughs> well, then again, I would have probably been crying right there in the. Ba- I you would I would have still been crying in the bathroom. So it's it's fine. Um, serious question: favorite crackle hiding spot. Um, well, putting it in the pillow was my idea. So putting it in the pillow definitely was would be the favorite. <laughs> but I I did like Jason's idea of shoving it behind all of the the pipework in the sink. Because he's the only one with tiny enough arms to get in there, and it, it would have been great. But honestly, yeah, I, I the pillow probably it lasted there the longest. Um, I'm gonna fire these at you really quickly because you're getting uh, a ton of these in different variations. So okay. let's just play this game. Are you talking to Shane now that the season's over? Yes. Neely. Yes. Danielle. Yes. Whitney. Yes. Perfect. Oh, Jason. Uh, via oh. Twitter, but and, and via group text, but he's still super busy. He's still in LA doing doing Jason stuff, so I'm giving him some time to kind of decompress. That is exactly my answer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- uh, Danny Best in the chat room says, why do you think people chose Morgan over Jason for the win? Um... That's pretty typical of how things go in real life for people like Jason and for me. Um, People are afraid of what they don't understand. People think that Jason is, you know, rude and because he's brash and he's honest and that a lot of people find that off putting. And for the people out there who are involved in all of this, if you don't know somebody like Jason, if you've never dealt with somebody like him or with somebody like me, you stray away from people like us because you don't get it. And we're used to that. And I wasn't necessarily shocked that Morgan won, but I was disappointed for him because I feel like that's just another loss for us. I think that was uh, the chat room loved your answer. Loved it. They said uh, best answer and they loved it. I don't want to manipulate or rig anything, but I am going to move to another question um, and say, <laughs> I'm oh, I'm putting down. Uh, maybe Talbert's mom. I, um, yeah, I will. I will put this one through. Talbert's mom wants to know other than Jason, was there anyone that you would have used your care package on when you got it? Was there, were you wavering between anyone else? I wasn't necessarily wavering, but if Jason wasn't in the picture, I would have used it to save Danielle. At that point, everyone was looking at her, whether or not they were looking at her as a target because of a game player or target because she was in the showmance. She was definitely on the radar and I knew that people were going to keep coming for her until they got her or Shane out. 
So it would have, if it hadn't gone to Jason, it would have gone to Danielle. Um, uh, what do you think of Danielle and Shane postseason? A lot of people wanted to know that too. How do you love that little relationship? They're so stinking cute. Like all of their pictures from Disneyland. And I, I follow all the tweets. I like all the tweets and you know, they we send selfies back and forth. We, I just, just last night got selfies of them in our group chat and I sent them a, one of Mike and I looking haggard while we were out grocery shopping. And I love it. I'm so happy that they're actually pursuing their relationship you know, to come out of Big Brother empty-handed monetarily, but to have, you know, any kind of love in your life. I mean, we all know how I feel about love, so I'm super happy for them. I am happy. I am very happy for them as well. Uh, <laughs> New Jersey girl in the chat room says, what was more shocking, Shane's haircut or Whitney's engagement? Shane's haircut. I thought for sure he'd be man bun for life. I, I mean, he looks great, but... I've always just, I mean, you stare at someone's memory wall photo for nine weeks and then you see a completely different dude when you look into the TV. That that shocked me the most. I knew I knew Winston was going to propose to Whitney. There, there was no way that that wasn't happening. How can you not propose to that girl? I am not going to say it's my fault, but I might say I had a lot of conversations with Shane Daly that started with, did you cut your hair yet? <laughs> <laughs> So it is sort of your fault. So it might have a little bit been my fault. Okay. I don't even know where the last hour went. I'm just, I'm going to, I don't even understand where the last hour went. We didn't even break through to a lot of your uh, questions. I know you need a few minutes to go set up and get ready. But before you do that, I want to get out of the way. And I want to give you full screen. Because like I said, you have... The most fans of anybody else, like in the thousands uh, for the show, more than anybody that has been on yet, that love you so much. So I want to say you have the floor. What do you want to say to your fans? Wow. Okay. Um, This is like live DR. Mm -hmm. Um, Just thank you for staying so focused on all of this. It's, it's so overwhelming to have this kind of support. Coming out of the house, I knew there'd be a lot of negativity and to come out to like exponentially more positivity has been so humbling and so overwhelming. And I just, I appreciate all the tweets, all of the comments on Instagram, all of the Facebook stuff. I'm trying to catch up on all of it, but there's so much. So if I, if I just like it and don't respond yet, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting to you. I swear. Um, I, I want everyone to feel like it is okay to talk to me. And if you have any questions about what you saw on the show or about who I am as a person, keep firing away. I love kind of dispelling rumors and challenging naysayers and all that stuff. And thank you to all of the Plastics fans who utterly hated me on the show and who have now given me the time of day because you kind of realize that you can't really hate me because I'm not as big of a dick as you thought I was. I, I appreciate that. And thank you to everyone who realizes that there is life after Big Brother and that I'm a real person. You are. You are a real person. Now, of course, we are going to put all of Chrissy's social media below this video on the edited version. Um, But do you quickly want to tell people where they can follow you on Twitter? And everyone, again, remember... Chris is not going anywhere. She's going to take like a five or so minute break and then they're going to come back and perform live. 10 minute break. 10 minute break. As long as you want. Um, five, 10, 15. I'll perform. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do the Eric show. No. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? 
Okay, so I'm on Twitter as uh, just at Chrissy Crisis. Okay. And Evil Engine, well, it's Evil underscore Engine is Mm -hmm. the band Twitter, but it's basically Mike. So if you want to talk to Mike, there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instagram, I am Chrissy Crisis Official. And the band Instagram is Evil Engine Official. And you can find us on Facebook. We're on Bandcamp. We're all over the place. So just find us. I will put all the links below. We hope that you will come back, Rosie. I want to see a show with like you. I want to miss. I'm gonna. I want to host the Misfits reunion. Is what I'm saying. I want you all on for a Misfits reunion show. It needs to happen. I'm all over it. I you tell me when, and I will be there. All right, we're gonna start working on that soon. Okay, everybody. So then, Chrissy. Well, you go set that up. I'm going to remind everyone the best thing that you guys can do to help support at Evil Engine on Twitter is follow them, share their content, buy their album. It is the best way to help support any artist is to share their content and buy their content. So do that if you love Chrissy, if you love the music that you are about to here of course i will put the links below this video where you guys can do that but without further ado take it away chrissy and evil engine
Yay, oh my god, that was so incredibly amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I want to quickly remind everybody we will be having Jason on later this week, probably most likely Justin as well, and um, a special show with Shane and Danielle together. So, so much more content coming for you, BBOTT fans. You can see all of our previous shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash BBOTT. But the most important thing that I want to tell you guys is if you love our shows, if you love what we're doing, if you want us to come back in January with J- uh, with Jason to cover Celebrity uh, Big Brother UK, if you want us to cover Big Brother Canada again and Big Brother this summer... I don't know, Jerry's still out on BBOTT. But if you guys love what we do, want us to keep bringing you content, consider becoming a patron over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You get weekly only patron shows, prize giveaways just for patrons, your questions asked to the reality stars when they come on, like Chrissy, as well as access to the patron-only Facebook group. And we talk about a lot of stuff on those shows and in that group that I can't say publicly. Just saying, it is it is worth it. As well as letting us bring you guys more stuff like Housewives audio blogs, John's cooking shows, or holiday shows. We can't do it without all of your support. Of course, if you don't want to become a patron, you can make a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal, or consider doing all of your holiday shopping over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. You just go right there, it brings you right to Amazon's website, and it uh, really helps us out. Or if you need holiday gift-giving ideas, they're at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon holiday. So, until uh, later this week, when we're back with Jason and probably Justin, too, I will see you guys all later. Don't forget to thumbs up and share this show and rate it well. It is what keeps us bringing you guys shows. See you guys all in the next show. Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Hey, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs>